guys, welcome back to another podcast. I'm Kevin Lopez. Uh, I was first in season one, you know, discussing martial arts and a little bit about martial arts. <laughs> and then here we got Richard, the host. Yeah, what's up, guys? What's up? Welcome to another episode. And yeah, we got some, you know, something interesting this time. We got a new, actually, uh, a new guest. Um. His Juan. name is Juan Robles. Juan yeah. Robles. I mean, I'm just a regular dude, bro. Uh, I like to hang in the background at most times, so maybe you won't hear me talk as much, but I'll be willing to chime in on some opinions. Okay, that's good. And today's episode, we'll be talking about, you know, gaming and social media. Like, two things that a lot of people grew up with and are growing up with. <clears throat> so, should we... Talk about social media first, or should we talk about gaming first? Let's talk about gaming, you know. Yeah, gaming. Okay, so, our experiences with gaming, you know, we're all pretty experienced. Um, We've all been playing since little kids. I mean, we're all qualified, registered, amazing gamers. Pro gamers. We're pro gamers. Something like that. (laughs) But what's interesting about when we grew up, we were connected between the old you know, generation of gaming and the new generation of gaming. We were, like, in between, so we grew up with both eras of gaming, so. Okay, so, growing up with video games, so, we said before, but we're gonna say it again. When we were young, like, we were fascinated by everything, and we would spend countless hours just gaming. I would say I'd spend probably, like, 12 hours or more gaming. What about you, Juan? I would have to agree. Sometimes I would just do all-nighters. Richard, <laughs> to be honest, I, I I try to do all nighters, but my parents wouldn't let me. So at least I would do like four or five. <laughs> It'd be like that, but <laughs> yeah, my I don't know how you managed to do all nighters. My parents didn't let me. I mean, my parents didn't really let me either. Like I had to do it sneakily. You know? <laughs> Put the DS under your pillow. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> just like that meme is very true. Or like just be very quiet. I really had my own room, you know. Yeah, you you had your own room. I had to share a room with my grandma and my parents. Same here, bro. <laughs> I can't deal with that, bro. I gotta be here by my lonely. Yeah, I mean it was amazing. You had your own room. You could probably you you know I've seen your room. It's a pretty good setup for gaming and just chilling. I know, right? I literally got that gamer room. <laughs> so, I wanna talk about how I mentioned that our generation like. Like, the early 2000 kids grew up with, like, the Nintendo 64 and then, like, with the PlayStation 3 and, like, the the Sega console and stuff like that. We grew up with, like, new games and old games. So, we got, like, basically experience with all of them. So, so Juan, what do you think about that? Like, does that change our perspective in gaming? Does it make us more pickier? I mean, since, you know, we're relatively young, we're, like... Gen Z, but like we're like the oldest Gen Z, just about oldest Gen Z. So we've had experience or a taste of the older generation of what they experienced, but we also get to like experience the freshness that this new generation has to offer, and we're still experiencing it. So, um, in my opinion, like it's been really cool because I mean, our eyes are like open to different experiences. You know, that we got the best cool. of both worlds. That is <clears throat> that is better than I could have ordered it. Because, yeah, like Juan said, we did get the best of both worlds. 
because we you know we grew up with the old mario and then we grew up with the new generation of call of duties and yes, basically sir. basically it's amazing it was amazing growing up with it we get I mean, gen z gets a lot of shit for you know and that's newer gen z bro they're like they're still uncultured and young yeah it's the you know gen z if you compare gen z we got like 10 year gaps in between <laughs> we got a whole bunch of gaps hey but to be honest the prime prime you know it was uh the playstation 2 bro True. i never had it oh my god bro gta yep you guys were lucky. i had the whole trilogy bro now, i never like the thing is like i never had the playstation 2 like i had the playstation 1 3 and 4 but like, i never had the playstation 2 so sometimes i only play it if uh i went to my friend's house or to my cousins that's pretty much it Oh, uh, yeah, I get you. Did you play, um, I feel like everybody has, but maybe I'm wrong. Like, have, did you play the Dragon Ball games on PS2? Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, man, they were so lit, bro. I remember rebuying them on, like, the PlayStation 3. Yeah, the, the Budokai collection. They were so, <clears throat> so amazing. True. I sold them, sadly. Oh, I still got yeah. mine. Well, you're lucky, man. You, I, I seen your collection of video games. You, you have like, you basically saved all your games. Basically, I only ever sold a few. I remember that. But I, it's like, Roku, just weird. Just, did you guys realize, like, you know, you could play, download thirty games and still have like. Oh yeah, I remember storage. those days. Now it's like two or three games, and <laughs> that's it. I don't know. Cough, cough, like, Call of Duty. Cough, cough. That is mainly Call of Duty, cause. This new Far Cry game, it was only like 40 gigabytes. And that's a huge-ass game. Like, and it's I don't a know if you've game. seen the map, Rich, but like... It's huge. Dude, that's like a whole continent that you could experience. And it's kind of unique. Like oh, every yeah. area. I would, like, I would like us to save that topic of Far Cry 6 when we get to later. Cause... Alright. But... Yeah, but... The guy up a bit. No, no, but he, he did bring out... You did bring out a good point that games are getting having like i think it's just call of duty just requiring more space yeah because i mean uh they had an update it was like the same amount of uh gigabytes as like downloading the whole game oh my god did y'all hear about that controversy around the space for uh, modern warfare that the only reason why it's like that is because they want people to only play that game for the most part and not have any options that was that was my first thought when i saw the 200 gig download because you know what I noticed? Um, my friend pre-ordered the Vanguard. And you can pre-order, preload it right now. And it's like 30-something gigabytes. And then when it comes out, it'll probably be like 60-something. Uh, it's just ridiculous. It's like, it's a Call of Duty game. There's not that many... I mean, it does come with, with zombies and good graphics and stuff like that. But it doesn't have many stuff like how big games like GTA or Red Dead has, you know? There's no really reason for it to be that big. I heard it was because, like, they refused to compress a lot of the textures and shit. Yeah, just to make it smaller. But I don't know. I remember... Uh, What were you going to say, Kevin? I I was just going to say that I remember back then, like, I would download Black Ops 3, have MW3 downloaded, have MW2, have God of War, have all these games downloaded without ever deleting one single game. Good times. But go ahead, Richard. Nah, I just going to say, like... Okay, good I mean, for back you. in the day, <laughs> I'm <kidding. laughs> now I'm gonna say like back then when you know Call of Duty actually came out with Black Ops One, Black Ops Two, Modern Warfare Three. That was you know 
That was the gold. Golden days, literally. Yeah. I stopped playing after Call of Duty Black Ops 3. That's when I stopped playing Call of Duty. What about you guys? When I stopped playing, I would Call say of Duty. Um, Cold War. I played Modern Warfare Heavy, but like I didn't enjoy it at all. Oh, so recently. Yeah, I, the only reason why I would get on is because my friends are on, or I wanted to get better, but then I realized that so does like every other person in the whole world want to get better. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, fuck that. I mean, for me, I would say um, for the most part, I was playing mostly Advanced Warfare, but then like, because uh, I got the PlayStation 4, so I started playing BO3 there. But I think like Warzone, I haven't, to be honest, like if I want to play it on my computer, like, uh, it's just gonna, I can't even, I can't even run it. Hard right. Weapon. I said, I get you. Yeah. And then, what should we call it? And then, if I want to play it on the PlayStation, I gotta wait like seven hours for it to update. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, I'm not gonna deal with that shit. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's really So, you know, this is, this was one of the last questions, but I feel like it'll fit in right per right in perfectly which is has gaming changed and Oof. you know this that's a lot bro. i i there's a lot that has changed from gaming but my main thing is how people are starting to become less enjoyed and more be, more competitive that's just my personal opinion yeah i was going to bring that up so what what is your take on that Juan? so um i would have to like connect this with social media in general cuz like you see people sharing clips and all that, like them going off, completely off, and then becoming pro gamers, like becoming streamers, becoming um, players for esports teams, and that's like motivating other people to follow that career path. Like a but lot of people. But sometimes it reaches like toxic, toxicity. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I mean, it yeah, it toxic. could be toxic, yeah, because you want to win, you know, you want to get better, and if like something doesn't go your way, yeah, you're gonna like probably have a hissy fit. But I feel like the way it's going with, like, competitiveness, like, multiplayer games back in the day was more so enjoying it. Sure, like, exactly. there was competitive people that, that was always there. But, like, there was a scene that would be casual. And so you could have a good time. But now, like, publishers and, like, developers are more focusing on competitiveness. I can't even say that word, right? Competitiveness. Yes. <laughs> and, like... Putting players that are in the same skill set in the same lobby, so that is that that I mean, but it's also kind of like a good thing because you don't want new players being put with <laughs> people way above their, okay. their skill level. That makes sense in like a certain genre, like let's just say yeah. a fighting game, like For Honor, for example. Oh, yeah, no. that makes sense. <laughs> Even though that game is kind of like, ugh, it's so it makes toxic. sense, you know. But uh, if it's like Call of Duty, I mean, like I feel like. It should be skill based matchmaking should be like at least toned down or turned off because like yeah. you're going to have those games where there's going to be pop stompers, but you're also going to have those games where you can just chill and relax. Because I because Call of Duty, I remember playing the old Black Ops and just not really not really caring how, how I do. It's just for me, it was just caring about getting my weapons gold or yeah. just getting kill streaks, getting cool kill streaks and stuff like that. Now. When I switched to like Black Ops two and three, that's when I started becoming a little more competitive because people were people were uploading on YouTube, you know, look how good I am, or like look at these compilations, look at Phase, look at Optic. I'm like, wow, I wish I could be as good as them, and then that kind of turned me into competitive. Competitive. 
Yeah, what about you, Richard? To be honest, like the you thing. Know, uh, guy? uh kind of. Like most of the times, I I just prefer like playing like those open world games, like yes. The Last of Us, of us, you know, <clears throat> um, Uncharted games, especially. But I feel like, um, the moment video games took like a huge turn. Is when video game companies started, um, especially this happened with Fortnite, where they started um, season pass. True. Did it now, start with Fortnite? I mean, season pass. Uh, battle passes. Yeah, they started with that one. With that game. Yeah. Yeah, because now you got like, you I'll know, right following the steps. You got other games following those steps, and I, I mean, at this point, it's just like back in the day, like. You were like you paid sixty bucks and that's all you had to pay. Yeah. You know, but now if you want, you know, the new skin or, you know, do all that, then you gotta pay another twenty bucks or whatever. So. I love I mean, that, it, you, it, that you brought that up. True. Yeah. Ahead. Which it, it's like that's something else that changed season passes and microtransaction. Yeah, they've been in a couple of games, but not as big as they are now. It started like procedurally getting worse. Like I remember the earliest I remember microtransactions being a thing was with Black Ops Two, when they released those weapon skins. That was like the first time I've heard of. But it wasn't even that bad because uh, they were like well like two dollars a pop, three dollars a pop. But then like new generation of games, blah 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 blah, they started increases and they started emphasizing loot boxes and all that noise, and like. It just, like, Overwatch. changed to the point where it's like, oh, you want to look cool? Give me 500 bucks. Instead of, like, oh, you want to look cool? Do these challenges and actually put in the effort. Yeah. Because, like, like, I remember um, if you played Halo back in the day, like, Halo 3, you had to, like, if you beat the campaign on Legendary, which we, I don't know if y'all played it like that. It's really fucking hard. But if you got, if you did it, it's you would so get, rewarding. like, a helmet. You would get a helmet that actually looks cool. And you would rep that, and people would notice it, and like you know, praise you for that. Yeah, it, it'd be so rewarding after you get something that you didn't pay for but earned. Mm-hmm. That's that's something that you know, back then was was common. You know, you had Call of Duty with the gold weapons, MW gold weapons, and diamond weapons, and you had well, For Honor was kind of ish of it. You know, For Honor is kind of kind of old. It was more like how much it. time? How much time did you play the game? Yeah. <clears throat> Nice, that, but it kind of feels like the, uh, like whenever you're trying to get a new weapon in Call of Duty Zombies, you know, Call of Duty Black Ops, not Call of Duty Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so, like in Zombies, you know, you go through the mystery box, you go through all these guns, and then we get, uh, you know, the, the ray gun, you're like, oh shit, you know. But now today, it just feels like every time you open the mystery box, you got the ray gun. Like, it kind of just like mm. ruined the whole mood. You're, uh, you're on the right track, Richard. But like, we're we're more so talking I mean, about like how you earn sense. something. That's more like in a gameplay sense because with Cold War they changed it to where like, oh, you can make a class setup and you can spawn with that gun, and they made they just made the whole game easier, making like guns do more damage. And I remember seeing that. That was so weird for me. Yeah. I was like, why? I'm I was used to like spawning in with the pistol and upgrading and stuff. Like that. It was hard, yeah. It's not but, so hard anymore. I mean, I don't, I don't blame them for experimenting, you know? True, I mean, they can do that. Might be an experiment, but... One thing I did enjoy, this was from... Not a lot of people enjoyed Advanced Warfare, I did. But 
I, I, I did enjoy it. I only enjoyed it because my friends were like <laughs> playing it pretty much, and we would just be doing private matches for the most part. No, uh, thank you for bringing that up. Which is one of my question is, does gaming help with socializing and making friends? Um, to an extent, you know. I mean, for sure, you can talk to new people and meet some cool people. But like, at the same time, there's a lot of dirtbags hiding behind a screen, you know, talking shit all the time. So you're gonna experience that too. What about which is what? How would you compare that to like the old days? Was it different? The old? Oh, no, it's the same. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, God, it's the same. So, if yeah. anything, it got worse because you know more people are on it now. Yeah, I I do remember that because. <laughs> you had a mic. It didn't take much skill to start t um shit talking to the other team, <laughs> yeah. or or the person that trash on you doesn't just turn like, the mic and start shitting on them. <laughs> have y'all seen like those uh, uh you know Xbox lives like on Modern Warfare on YouTube videos? <laughs> 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 Roasting lives and shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> they're so they're, they're funny because they're realistic. Man. They're realistic. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I mean. It does help with you know, you get to meet you get to meet good people, but you also get to meet some very interesting, some very interesting people. Yeah. Like I remember playing GTA Five. You know, it's GTA Five is very, you know, it's very. It could be toxic. It could be very toxic, but I remember playing <laughs> once, and then this girl started talking on the mic, <laughs> and then here comes this dude just joking. Joking about her being a lesbian, playing a man's game, and just going off on her. And Dude, people don't hold back, bro. People don't hold back because you know they're protected. They're protected by a screen. Nothing you could hurt them. Yeah. Basically. Ah, uh, those were good times. But you know, I I'm not gonna say that I didn't do that back then. I mean, I was. Nah, I, had a... sure. I mean, I talk shit, but I wouldn't go overboard. You know, like be racist <laughs> <laughs> oh my god just just out of curiosity have you guys experienced racism in gaming all the fucking mm. time bro you know how many people like all right so i'm a puerto rican so i'm latino but like i have a i guess an american accent right so mm. oh not, not the amount of times people would like call me white and shit <laughs> like shut up white boy i'm like what the fuck and then i would immediately start cursing them in spanish and they would shut the fuck up <laughs> what about you, Richard? Nah, you, know, be, you, you have some good comebacks. I mean, to be honest, like, I didn't, like, the thing is, every time I hop in a lobby or whatever, it just, like, random people just saying the randomest shit ever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talking about fucking pancakes in some occasions, talking about different stuff. Like, it wasn't, I mean, sure, there was, like, racist, you know, like, somebody saying something racist, but towards me, I wouldn't say, like, and because mostly I had my mic muted and I had like mostly the volume down because my parents were like in the house and then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like we were young, so we're developing. We still are, but you know, it's whatever. I remember experiencing, I experienced a lot of racist stuff. <laughs> oh my God. Because people tell me I have an accident. Sometimes people tell me I don't, but I remember just playing For Honor and just absolutely destroying these guys to uh, to be ones and then they invite me to a <laughs> to a to a party on xbox and then they start going off on me the first thing they say is like oh it's a mexican i fucking hate mexicans and then they start going off on me <laughs> i think i remember you telling me this back then i i think i sent you recordings yeah wasn't it like freshman or sophomore year of high school 
Yeah, and I'm like, holy shit, these guys. But I also remember fighting this dude and beating him. I was pretty good for honor. And then he sent me a picture of a monkey in a trash can. And then he put, you know, the hard R in it and then it says trash. And, Damn. You know, I, I don't think... I don't think they actually mean it, but I think it's just in the heat of the moment. I mean, it's... if they say it, they probably, like... I want to say saying the hard R is the heat of the moment. Like, that says something about yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's dude definitely... Because he sent me a picture of a monkey in a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, I mean, you know, like, yeah, that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And... <clears throat> so, we covered... You know racism. What about you know this? This could be a little controversial, but which is up to you if you want to leave it here. But you know, those gaming help with depression. For sure. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I've been, I've been facing that problem, like depression, for years. I still kind of am, but it's been getting better. And like, if it wasn't for gaming, bro, I would have been lost my mind because it, gaming or video games. They give you an opportunity to just like let all the problems go away and just take in like new stories, new experiences, take in like something that is actually valuable. I know a lot of like, like especially our parents and older generation, they say like it's bad for you because they make you lazy or whatever. I mean, that is kind of true. Like at the same time, you can find some value out of video games. That's been helping a lot more than holding people back. I mean, to be honest, like, it has helped, like, a lot of people, like you said, Juan. Because also, it's like, usually, like, especially when people don't, like, um, I'll say, like, being talkative, like, and actually in person, social media, like, no, I'm gonna, nah, uh, jump in the gun real quick. But I'm saying, uh, like, in video games, you actually had uh, those switch parties where you actually were able to talk to, like, a couple of people and kind of relate to them. I mean, you, it pretty much, you guys had the same game. You guys play on it, create this type of bond. Right. I, I mean, there was even a post of, whatchamacallit, where these guys uh, met, met each other on Xbox 360. Those were very wholesome moments. Yeah, and then, like, on 20 years later, they actually met in person for the first time. That is so like, Exactly. So, like, those bondages, like, you know, kick span like for years and years exactly yeah i mean i'll be honest with you i've never really been depressed so i can't really speak on this matter sure there are moments where i've been sad because you know stuff happens in life you know it's natural but gaming does you know usually during those moments they usually help me feel better you know just hop on get a drop a few kills on video games and feel better about myself you know meet other people, talk to them, see how kind they are, and boom, your whole mood brightens up. It's just, there's just a lot of joy when it comes to gaming. But there's also a lot of frustration that comes with it, too. Oh, for sure. I remember just, <clears throat> I remember playing For Honor, and I, I'm going to mention For Honor a lot, because I, this was, I that just... was This was his game, dog. I, I was, I was, yeah. um, I was like him, you know, we playing, like, as much as him, but, like, I gave, I turned that game away, like, quicker than him he still kind of plays to this day i stopped playing but you know like oh, that game did give me a lot of frustration bro. next week you're gonna hop on it again <laughs> I, I was planning on it but you know that game did give me a lot of frustration more than joy i remember just playing 
rank and just getting completely trashed on and just killing my whole mood and becoming just very grumpy, you know? Same What's here. your take on, on video games just ruining moods? I mean, as possible for sure. It depends on you as a person, how you take in stress. Um, also depends on the game, if it's like intentionally making you stress. Like Kevin with For Honor, dude, that game <laughs> makes you super stressed because the way the developers handled that game it was is like... beyond me. Yeah, it wasn't like how you should probably approach it. You know, instead of making things better, they made things unbalanced <laughs> as a way to fix things. And when they try to fix things, they made it stuff more unbalanced. <laughs> but like, I mean, I could kind of relate to this stuff, you know, like online games make me hella stressed sometimes because I'm at this point, I'm kind of competitive most times, especially with the games I play. I play fighting games That's because and I play FPSs. Gaming has changed. Yeah. But, like, it comes to a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of, like, just fucking raging. So, nowadays, mostly I just play, like, RPGs, open worlds, you know, stuff where I could get better at still, you know? Like, enjoy a story. Without like, losing your mind. Yeah, and relaxing at the same time. What's your take, Richard? How do you get frustrated at times when playing video games? Oh, for sure, bro. <laughs> Definitely. But I was I saw me one time, uh, where there's like this guy always getting mad, right, at the video game, and the girl, his girlfriend, right, he was like, "Why are you still playing that game?" And the guy, we, it, it just show him like, "Cause I still care, or whatever," <laughs> right. <laughs> but thing is, like, I don't know, cause like back then, you know, uh, cause now, like, you go to like, you will play in like uh, a puzzle game. You could go online on YouTube and search it up and how to, you know, do it without going through all the pain. But back in the day, especially for me, it was like, like oh, nah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go to YouTube. I'm not going to search it up. I got, I'm, you know, I'm going to try to figure this by myself. And yeah. it feels like I felt better afterwards. Like if I figure it by myself without using YouTube or whatever, I'm like, say less, you know. Juan, but, we forgot to mention that. It's like how back then we, we didn't really have ways to like search stuff up or. I mean. We kind of did. We did, but most of us just try to figure out. Like we were young, so I guess we didn't really know better. Especially when we had to write down the GTA codes. The cheat codes, yeah, we (laughs) should have experienced that. That was different. I would, I would lose the the pages I had cheat codes in all the time. My grandma would throw them away. (laughs) But like, I was gonna mention something because um, go ahead. They can also be kind of like, I guess, uh, to what Rich said, they could be like good frustrations, you know, like figuring stuff out um one game i could like like connect that to for sure for sure is dark souls i don't know Aww. if you played it if, if you even beat a game i'd be um so far i'm playing through the whole um, like series i beat demon souls dark souls are you playing one. it by by like by storyline or um through through order okay because um dark souls 3 and then like bloodborne and like sekiro those two games are kind of like same timeline? No, they're not in the same timeline. So you could play them whenever you want, you know? Okay, got it. But anyway, with games like that, where it's, like, intentionally hard, it, it sure, it gets, it presses your buttons and you get mad. But, like, at the same time, that drive to get better and to beat, like, the boss, to beat the dungeon you're in, it, it's, a, it's a good feeling once you do it. So, like, that type of reward system is what, like, games should be doing more. Yeah. 
do you feel like you get that type of reward with multiplayer games? Hey, like Call of Duty, Battlefield. Um, hey, no, man. Was the new was the Ubi games the SWAT game or whatever it's called? Rainbow Six. Yeah, or Rainbow Six games like that. I mean, sure, it does feel good like beating somebody's ass, but like, imagine like you were in a lobby that's very toxic, and you had to try really, really, really hard to win, and you did do it, and yeah, you celebrate, but like at the same time, like going through that, like. Through that conflict, like it can be very exhausting. Exactly. But I, I feel like those are two different, different things. To be honest, like. What do you mean? In Dark Souls. I mean, in Dark Souls, pretty much like. It's intentionally hard. Yeah, it's oh, intentionally no, right? hard. It's just you, you know, you as a player against the computer. Yeah. But in what should we call like in Call of Duty and all those other games, it just you know, like well, you're not rewarded that much. It, yeah, cause I mean, it's a, it's like a one v one or whatever. But it's like it's not a, intentionally for just you. You know what I mean? So you don't technically have a goal compared to like uh, Dark Souls. You know, mm-hmm. once you finish, uh, like how uh, the what's it call it? What's the guy? Uh, the the Jackie Chan? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking the Dark Souls, like the the hardest one to be Bloodborne? before the actual, no, before the actual boss. Uh, oh, you should know this. Wait, for which one? For which game? Uh, three. Um, Nameless King. Th- there you go, Nameless King. You know how it's, it's optional, but it's still like you know many people, many you know whoever play the games. Oh wait, will wait, actually... wait, 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 are you talking about that purple dragon? The purple are dragon. Talking, are you talking about like the final boss? I'm. T- I'm talking in the way like He's the name about is an optional. Boss. Yeah, like it's optional, but people will still do it. Oh no, I compared... get that, yeah. And then like they go to the final boss, and then like you achieve a certain goal. Call of Duty pretty much doesn't have a particular goal, other than like or right, whoever gets the most uh kills, you know, is MVP, and that's about it. Yeah, like who's better? You know the thing with that, like. With uh, with games like Dark Souls or just like single player games in general, you could use like multiple techniques to get through an obstacle. Yeah. But, like with multiplayer games, like yeah, let's just say, I guess I mean camping isn't really like universally accepted. But like if you use tactics to like get a, uh, a an advantage over your opponent, people will talk the shit out of you. They will like bring you down rather than just like the generic just confront him and just get you know better. Like you aim better, you shoot better, or whatever. I don't feel like that's even rewarding at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel you. But Richard mentioned something about MVP. Um, would you guys consider that a reward? Mm. Not really. Like seeing yourself on the top of the list or getting the most. I mean, yeah, skills. it feels good. You know, like it shows that you're doing, but be- you're like better than the rest. But like. You don't get nothing out of it. It's just a, a, a temporary yeah. status. You know, it's like okay, cool. I mean, I was the best in the lobby. Now to the next one. <laughs> and then you get uh someone from China who's been gaming with China like, number one with life support. <laughs> it's, it's like you're talking about Clash of Clans, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, Dude, Chinese players go crazy. <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> so we talked about depression in gaming, and you know. And that it's that um that it could be a struggle. It could bring happiness. It could overcome you. You know, but would you guys say gaming is a distraction? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that's kind of the point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but by distraction, I mean like, does it distract you from like education or like? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. If you like if that. you um, you know, everything is good in moderation. You yeah. hear that a lot. So if you like, don't like, if you just like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play one more game before I I do my assignment. I'm gonna play one more game before I go to sleep. You know, it's gonna affect you eventually. Yeah, I I understand that because I remember first starting when online class first started. We were still we were still um in high school, and I remember just playing video games while in class. And then I yeah, I thought to myself like this isn't healthy because I'm really not paying, paying attention. attention to what they're saying. Like you're not taking in the information. Mm -mm. What about you, Richard? Would you consider gaming a distraction, like in a bad way? I would say I mean back then, like. I would say it, it is a distraction, like what I'm saying, right? But, I mean, back in the day, like, when we were in elementary school, it didn't matter as much, you know, because... I mean, we were kids, so... Yeah, like, we were kids, you know, back then we didn't have actually, like, a lot of things to worry about. Like, mm -hmm. once you got to high school, you're going to have to, like, oh, okay, I got to probably work, you know, on a part-time job or try to focus on, you know, going to college and the other issues. But back then... I want to say it's like a complete distraction, distraction, but now because of how times have changed and social media and stuff like that, I'll say it has become a distraction, but to, to a certain point. Yeah, well, I would say that too, because I remember coming back from middle school and then just not doing my homework and just gaming all the time. I Yeah. That was just... It was, bro. A, it was a stress reliever, bro. <laughs> you know, you know what I would do? Yeah. Like, I would go home and I, I would uh, I would play games, and then the next morning I'll be like, "Fuck, I had to do that one math homework," and then I would be in school. I would, I'm not even kidding. Like, probably like 30 minutes before um, the assignment is due. You know, you walk into class and I'd be like, "Oh, let me get your homework." I would legit do that. <laughs> I would legit do it. <laughs> I'm that kind of seeped into high school a little bit too. But I was a little more responsible. Yeah, now we get a little more responsibility, a little bit more management. We, yeah, nowadays, we're developing. Like, now that we're in college, bro, like, it actually matters the time you work, you put in to work and stuff. And especially yeah. since, like, the grading is different. Now, they grade you for your effort. Not the effort, the, like, your accuracy and stuff. But, like, in high school and in middle school, they graded you mostly for effort and a little bit of accuracy. Yeah, I mean, especially back in high school, like, High school elementary was all about homework, but now it's like it's all about tests. Like, okay, you did the homework, but can you actually put it, you know, all together and this test or whatever? Like, are you re regurgitating information? Stuff like yeah, that? pretty much. It's like, are you actually understanding the material? Or are you, or just are you just... And forgetting? Yeah, pretty much. That's that's an interesting topic, but you know, if one if you want to join us on next episode. Maybe Sensei Richard are gonna be talking about like yeah, stuff like Chente's that. Sensei there, yes, I'm, I'll be happy to join. But yeah, and this is my last question for gaming. What do you guys think about this new generation with gaming? What do you mean? Like, do they have easier? Do they have better games? Like the are new they... generation of people playing games? Yeah, are they are they getting dumber? God, are they they're smarter? spoiled. They're spoiled. Bro. Oh, for sure, bro. Spoiled. For sure. Like nowadays, they expect a lot of things like graphics, um, multiplayer. Oh my, I love that you brought that up, but go ahead. Um, I mean, in a lot of sense, they're very uncultured. 
Exactly. <laughs> I mean, bro, back in the day when we were playing... Uh, are we like, talking about or... back in the day or are we talking about now? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like in um, Paris, uh, like I say videos or whatever, like you had 007, right? When we thought like those graphics were like... Good as fuck. Graphics. Yeah, like good as fuck. But now we, you know, you got like games like Cyberpunk and then now that's... Red Dead. Uh, and Red Dead, that's like yeah. more standard. True. Um, would you guys say that these new people have way too much high expectation for games? Yeah. Mm. Like, would you yeah, say like, yeah, yeah. oh my god, like, let's say if I was a kid, I'd be like, oh my god, this game sucks because it doesn't have this character or I don't know this character. Would you guys say they ha just have too much expectation for something? Yeah, I would say so. What um, was that game? Um, Cyberpunk. There you go. Look, bro, a lot of people shit on that game, but I really like that game. <laughs> I just, like, look, like, there's gonna be a point in the future where Cyberpunk, after they update it, they release the new gen versions, whatever, whatever, it's gonna be solid. It's gonna be the new Grand Theft Auto running for 10 years and selling. I don't know if I go that far, but, like, <laughs> it, it's potential. gonna be something good for sure. And, like, for sure, I can agree it has its faults. I mean, this is a whole conversation, I think. I'll just cut it short. Like, it, it could have been good, but it, at least it's not all, like, terrible. Like, it could be saved. But would you say the the, the, the people people complaining about it, was it justified or was it unjustified? Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, dude, like, if it was, like, that much of a problem for the dev team, like, to release it, like, such incomplete like that. Like, dude, I played it on PS4, bro. <laughs> I was down bad, and I played that version, and... Like, damn, why did they have to release it like that? It was a buggy mess. Okay, so that, that was justifiable because it was very awful. I won't lie to you. Even me, as that, I have low standards with games. It was pretty awful at the beginning. Real quick, real quick. What do you guys think about, like, those remastered games? I support it, you know. I mean, um, like, I we should preserve, like, old games. And if they could, like, remaster it, take their time to, like, <coughs> look better and fresh. No, I think that's fine. Yeah, because with the new GTA, um, the new GTA um trilogy. Dude, I, that, it's will... cool, but like, you know what I want? I want to add in that it kind of looks like Roblox. <laughs> I was gonna add that too. I mean, Roblox. Some creators make amazing graphics in Roblox, but the new GTA trilogy, I just, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't really feeling it because, I, it felt kind of like I don't know how long it was in development. It just felt. I would say probably not long because I feel like they're probably just releasing this just to give the fans a taste of something new until maybe the next game. And now that we brought that up, what do you guys think about milking a game? <laughs> oh, no. Like GTA or... What do you guys say Call of Duty is being milked? Um, I got a good example. Of, well, I mean, yeah, it's being milked, I guess, but at least they're kind of trying to like innovate sometimes. Even if they don't yeah, do it I right. support that. But like, there are some games that only shit they milk the fuck out of, like NBA 2K or FIFA. Oh, yeah, yeah. What about Rainbow Six? No, they're not making that. I wouldn't say they're making it. You know, I'm it's just a, it. it's just an old game that still receives support and stuff, and it's still like good to an extent. What about Grand Theft Auto? That one's getting mode for sure. Like, bro, yeah. just release a new one. I feel like when it first started, like getting milk, it was like. It was quite reasonable because pretty much at that point, you know, GTA had like was 
back in 2015, it was everywhere on YouTube. Yeah, I think and it was when, like number one on the charts for like a long time. Yeah, I mean, so like it was new. It was... So like when people started like when there were things added being added to like uh, what should we call it in GTA, it kind of like you know got people more interested. But you know, GTA Five lasted three consoles to be to be honest. PS3, PS4, PS5. And so people were like, let's go out, you know, with the GTA 6 or, you know. It's about time. I mean, if they're, if they're working on it, we don't know that. But if they are working on it, I hope it comes out, like, very good. Oh, what like, they... What are you saying? No, go ahead. I interrupted you. Um, kind of made me forget. Come on, Kevin. No, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. You were um, talking about the development. No, I was going to say, I was going to say that, like, at this point, um, is it... Red Dead Redemption, I almost said Resident Evil. Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2 was like, it's like, what, three years old at this point? I guess so I think like they old. should like at least say something about GTA 6. Yeah, Red Dead being that old so quick, I was like, wow. It's, that's like, wow, it's three years old and it looks still like so It's empty. amazing. Graphics are so amazing. They should like, instead of like doing GTA for PS5, they should have done Red Dead for PS5. Like, bro. <laughs> what should we call it? Uh, oh, Homebrew. Okay. Juan brought something up about like two uh, NBA 2K and FIFA and stuff like that. For sports guy, yeah. But I mean, I I play Madden, right? I watch Madden YouTube pretty much the whole time. And there was this game back in 05, 2K uh, NFL 2K5, right? And bro, that game was ahead of its time. It was released back in 04, right? But I'm yeah. talking about like. There was a, actually like a first-person view. Like, let's say you want to be the guy who catches the ball, the guy who throws the ball. It was there. It had a career mode. It had um, your pretty much your custom customized locker room. And for that game to actually have a, um, like, you know, have halftime shows, have like yeah. uh, clips of, like, of other games. Yeah. That's, it pretty much had that. Like, that was spot on. Do the new then, game like, have that? No, they just they don't even have no halftime, bro. Like, if, let's say you're gonna you wanna play like the it's, Super Bowl. It's like Call of Duty. It's just they release one every year. Yeah, pretty much. It's like you wanna play the the championship game. It has no like the only thing I would say new is how they present it. But that's about it. Like they don't have no halftime show. They have nothing. Once the game's end, it just ends. It has no recap, nothing. It just would ends. you say it's more about competition now than enjoyment? Pretty much. Yeah, that's just, just gaming changing. I watch um this one YouTuber called um the Angry Joe Show, and uh, he's made a couple of videos. He's a he's a gamer re reviewer. Uh, he's made a couple of videos about Madden and NBA Two K and shit like that, and like how bad it's gotten recently. And like I I look at that. I don't play um sports. I'm not that type of guy. But, like, I look at that and I see, like, the amount of, like, one, the microtransactions, two, the, like, lack of effort, like, like player customization and, like, just, I think, players add in general and stuff or, like, graphics or whatever. And just, like, the engine the game is based off, like, not really, in, like, improving itself. It's, like, basically the same one as the last one. Like, Frostbite improving? Yeah, pretty much. So, I'm, like damn dude and like people still feed into them like they still put in money into these games just to like re i don't know if they realize that like next year it won't even matter 
you should ask Richard because he's he's a very he's a very big sports guy. So what's your take on that, Richard? I mean, it's true. Like today's day, like to be honest, if they had like a if games had an updated version where you could like update the rosters of the teams, they treat them all. pretty much people will stop buying the next game. Because sometimes, like. I mean, it's fun to watch it on TikTok. Like some of the video, like random videos, like where the goalkeeper just <laughs> flies out the screen or whatever. <laughs> but I think it's like you're actually paying like sixty dollars for that game. Like you're actually spending that much money on the game. Right. And you know, especially when you're trying to buy the you know the new pack or whatever. So just like back in the day, it, it did have its like issues because you know we had. Uh, limited. Yeah, it was limited. But now, like, you have actually all these things, and for what? You know, and and it just kind of, what should we call it? Like, I would say they're kind of milking it like GTA 5, to be honest. They're not really improving from the last, they're just. No, they just. They're trying to make quick money, basically. And that's that, because, like, they're always, like, before the season starts, they try to push it, like, so there's always pushing it. It's not like, ah, right, let's give it time and then, you know, release it. No, it's like, okay, the season is over. Let's get right into it and release it right away. Yeah, because, like, they only get, what, like a year to develop the next one, if even? So yeah, like, then... Take time for that. It's ridiculous. And that is that, but, like, compared to other games, NBA 2K, like, after two years, like, they say, um, you have, uh, like, you created your career this year, right? You know, 2021. In two years, their whole um, the system that just goes down. Like they will close it, and all uh, that you. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, your, I know what you mean. Yeah, and like all their like your players, like the time you put in was it's deleted, gone. just gone. Yeah, I I know what you mean. That they do that with. Because I I do play like a sports in um EA the UFC. Mm-hmm. I just find it ridiculous how UFC 2, which came out like in 2016, is way better than the most recent one. It's just, and but you know, they don't even support the multiplayer, I think. So whoever had a lot of progress is just gone. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. And remember when I told you to save that thing about Far Cry 6? Yeah. In the beginning, um, you guys feel like Latinos are under underrepresented in video games? Yeah. Uh, I, like, I I do want to say at first that it's always the creator's decision. It's it's not ours, but oh uh, yeah, for sure. You know, um, I mean, I guess that plays into like society as a whole and how they view Latinos. I mean, we're like one of the fastest growing populations. I would say. I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's actually backed up. Um, one hardworking people too. Yeah, not hardworking people. There's a lot of good things about them, but um, you know, I feel like. As we're going into an age of like representation, <laughs> Latinos should definitely be more represented. And like a good game that actually did that was Far Cry Six. You know? Oh my god, dude! Yeah. When I played that game, I felt like—I'll be honest—I felt like I was in El Salvador. I, I just felt very happy with the cast. Um, I think the it, the place it takes place in is a fictional island called uh, Yara. Yeah. Like it's heavily based off of Cuba. And you could tell for sure by the way people talk and how it's just an island. But um, 
Did you notice like like the Latinos and stuff like that when playing it? Oh yeah, dude. There's like um, there's different kinds too. There's like different uh communities. Of I mean, we all come like, in different colors. <laughs> there's this character is so funny, dude. His name is Bicho, and he's a Mexican. Bicho. And for those that don't speak Spanish, Bicho means a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just a funny character overall. So I mean, I'm just glad that you know, for once, like Latinos are being like you know shown in a spectacle and like a franchise that's pretty big yeah and it was actually the game is actually pretty good and and i'm glad it, we got represented that way the main character i just like how he like from random time he just says coño and and stuff like that just like cursing out or when game. he like when you turn on the radio and then it's the right He's, one and they start singing it oh uh, i just love the representation of it and right now the most decent real see we got like the most latino dude in the whole media danny trejo Machete. Oh yeah, I was like, no way, and then I just felt very happy. An icon for sure. Did you, did you like feel any joy from like seeing Latinos or like Hispanics and? Oh no, I feel I feel like more immersed. A weird thing to say, because I was probably like one of the only games I played that were like, besides um Spider Man Miles Morales, that was like influenced by like the Hispanic community. Mm-hmm. Where and I got immersed in it, and I'm like, damn, dude, it's good it, to see that. The culture that I have is like here in a video game. Yeah. Now I understand why that made me kind of understand why people want to see themselves being represented. It just brings joy. It it, it brings you know immersed in a little you know whatever you said. Yeah. You feel more immersed in it. What about you, Rich? You haven't played Far Cry Six, right? No, I haven't played Far Cry Six. But the thing is, like, I feel like this is like a whole other topic to be honest okay then we will talk about it no 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 i'm, just, okay. kidding, I'm just kidding i'm just kidding i think because like you could go like we could go hours on that as well because i mean especially now like you know internals they have uh some hijack in hispanic uh what's it called an hispanic person playing you know a key role and especially like and in the uh now say avengers but in marvel especially you know how marvel movies been you know are like the main superhero type of thing right so now i'm appearing in that type of stage it's really crazy true i i i did remember just searching up on google it's like latino superheroes latino heroes i'm like is there any hispanic heroes because you know we got famous asian heroes we got famous black heroes we got famous white heroes but we don't really have a famous latino hero like the only one that that I could think of now, because Juan mentioned is Miles Morales. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and even then, he's, like, biracial. Like, he's half Puerto Rican and half black, but, like, it's something. And yeah. I just remember thinking, like, wow. <laughs> where, where we at? <laughs> where we at, man? But, you know, at Star Wars, Star Wars started representing Latino characters, like, uh, Diego Luna, Pedro Pascal, you know, the Mandalorian and the, and the Rebel Spy. They have big roles, so I'm pretty proud. Oh, that's it's, pretty cool. it's just good being represented. True. But at the same time, we got our own media, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, we can't, if other people can't represent us, we can represent ourselves. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but, yeah, Far Cry 6, I, that's why that's one of the main reasons I like it. It's just makes me... I was just driving around, I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm El Salvador. <laughs> uh, coño. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so you guys have any more additions to the game topic or speak out or forever hold your peace? I hold my peace. <laughs> no, I hold peace. 
Have I missed a question? Um, let's see. No one Okay, we answered that. Okay, so <laughs> so I, I did miss this question. I should have asked it near the beginning, but we might have just answered it very quick. Were back games were games back then? No, how do I word this? I, I just help me word this. Were games better back then? Help you word it. I'm pretty sure that's straightforward as it gets. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to say like that. Like the way um, I wrote it on my question is: Are the '90s and as 2000 subjective, best? You know? Like, yeah. For us, yeah, video games were better back then because you know that's we what grew we grew them. up with. Like, if we ask that question to people who grew up with like, I guess shit, even Pong, bro, if they grew up with Pong, be <laughs> like, were video games better back then? I'll be yeah. I'll be like, yeah. Like, hell yeah. When, 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 where did we go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what is this 3D polygon shit? <laughs> <laughs> Freaking physics and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. But you guys I, have anything more to add? I mean, other than... Yep. Fact, okay, let's move on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> other than the fact that, like, today's day, we call it, like, the OGs. Like, it just brings memories. Like, that's the thing. Like, it brings memories. Like, when we play those old games. Or, like... I mean, I remember playing, you know, uh, Mario Party, you know, Diddy, uh, Diddy Kong, and stuff like in the Mario DS Party. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mario Party, like, I don't know, like, especially how it brought, like, sometimes, like, you would play with your cousins. I don't know, just, like, it, it brings that also that, it, um, how to say, the emotional side of it, too. True, that together, yeah. playing with other people. Like, couch co-op, man, they need to bring that back. Yeah, oh <laughs> for my sure. god. I remember just binging playing with my brother and cousin, just... Boom. I know, man. Happiness. But, you know, the world is changing, and... It's more digital nowadays, anyway. Yeah. I mean, Switch try to do that. Uh, Nintendo's pretty much the only one that does couch co-op like that. It's still enjoyable, though, I. Right? Yeah, for sure. I still remember when you had to connect your, you know, back-to-back to DSs in order to connect. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those old days. Yeah, you guys have anything else with Any more mm-hmm. topics you guys want to cover? I think that, that should be it for that one. Yeah. Okay, so for social media, I only got, like, four questions. It was... Because, you know, I, I kind of know we, we have a lot, to, a lot to add to this. <laughs> it could have been its own, you know, topic, but... It's own episode, but, you know, I might as well cover this because, you know, social media and video games kind of intertwine as a way of communicating, playing, stuff like that. For sure. So, would you guys say we were the generation that kind of grew up and developed with social media? Mm-hmm. I would say, like, I mean, the generation before us, like, they, they were there physically before the internet was a thing. We were there um, when it, it was, was just fresh, developed. when it was just new, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was it was just a straightforward question. I mean, people could argue that the new social medias are whatever, but whatever. Their, their mean, opinion doesn't matter. I mean, to be honest as well, like, back in the day, <laughs> like, let's say, you know, when your parents got so mad at you, like, okay, hey, you're something. making us sound so old back in the days. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in my day. <laughs> I was, but like, saying... 15 years ago. <laughs> but I'm saying... And the, has, oh, I'm just gonna say because I, 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 there's other no other word I can use, but, 
But back in the day, pretty much, you know, your, your parents got mad. So they're like, all right, go outside, go play, you know, do something outside with your friends or whatever. Not my parents. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had like a friend, uh, Louis. He lives like two houses down from me. We used to play soccer in the alley, pretty much. But now it's like, um, if you're not playing video games, you're mostly on social media. Like it's either yeah. you're on TikTok. That value of or... being outside has been like slowly diminishing. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I do sometimes try to tell Juan, hey, let's go outside. And... I don't know. I'm a fucking hermit, dude. <laughs> mostly. You know, I do have moments where I do. But that's also the way we were raised. I mean, like I was very sheltered as a kid. Yeah, same here. But like I did have moments where like, because my parents were friends with neighbors and stuff, and like they had kids, and I would be like, I would go outside with them, play with water guns, you know, chase each other around and shit. Yeah, like, like we kind of said, we were kind of born in between those old ways and new ways. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, we're still young, but we'll see what happens. Thankfully, we're still young. <laughs> All right, this is a very obvious one, but I kind of just want to hear your opinion. The social media influences us. Oh, in many yeah. ways. For sure. Um, would, would you want to elaborate on that? or? Like, I mean, <laughs> you, most likely y'all spend like, what, at least two hours, three hours a day on your Just phone on a, on, a, on a social media app, right? Whether it's Twitter or whether it's Facebook or whether it's TikTok, Reddit, YouTube. whatever, you, you name it. Yeah, YouTube. You know, you spend that much time on it. Every single day, you're obviously going to be influenced by, like, what information you're consuming, whether good or bad, you know? Like... Not is that. Go ahead. No, no, finish, finish with that. I was going to say, like, that has drawbacks, too, pretty much. But I'll elaborate on that later. Yeah, because I have a question. Yeah, because the other thing I was going to bring... Because the thing I'm just going to say, just, like, or, you know, or, um, I say, like, our... We have a short time, uh, what do we call it? Fuck, I can't speak today. <laughs> just tell uh, me. Time just span. So, like, one moment, like, if we're not doing nothing, <laughs> we look for something, like, oh, yeah, either no, Facebook, no. Instagram, Snapchat. I'm done. That is, because that's very true. Dude, like, I would say, like, because, especially TikTok and how they, their algorithm is so accurate, um, it definitely, like, decreases your time span to at least, like, a few seconds. <laughs> you know how TikTok has the short videos and stuff like that? Facebook's done that. YouTube's done that. And I ever, and I just... I'd be on that for, like, hours and just scrolling. I'm like, holy shit. I feel dumber by the day. It's come to, to the be point on- where I'm, like, I'm like self-conscious. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, you get self-conscious eventually. To be to be honest, it's, they're actually kind of smart. Because if you think about it, like, let's say the TikTok... They're evolving. Not even that, but... Like TikTok, right? It's ten seconds, right? So like every time cool. you go, what, like, well, let's just say it's like around ten seconds. But like, let's say you're on one video, right? Mm-hmm. You look at the time. It's like, oh, it's, you know, I just watched one video, ten seconds. But there's a thing like you continue watching videos, videos, videos. You're like, I probably spent like five minutes, but in reality, you actually spend like a whole hour on it. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. they take advantage of a uh, of the brains like short attention average, span. Yeah, average uh, attention yeah. span, which is. Like on average, like at most, minutes? like no, not even at most, like two minutes. <laughs> that is, I remember my teacher saying that. It's <laughs> like, like I know y'all don't pay attention to my class because the uh, attention span is like only like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, like you have to physically like force yourself to pay attention if you want to like increase it. 
<laughs> I do remember this one time I was just I became very self-conscious I was just on my phone like a zombie just scrolling not even paying attention to what's going on on Facebook just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and then I realized like three minutes into the scrolling I'm like I'm just scrolling for no reason literally yeah you're just taking in whatever they post literally you're just taking it in okay and with that time you could have done something that could have improved yourself I want to talk about this topic because I feel like people I don't I don't want to call people dumb I, I just don't don't have any other word to to describe it but the social media value emotions over facts uh damn that's a hard question bro. i could start it off if you want can you repeat that one more time if you guys need time to think i i could start start it off but i mean i could say the social media value emotion over facts oh i'm having a whole class about that <laughs> it's a yeah, good topic right off, and you should, yeah. you should start it off yeah, okay, because the thing is, uh, we talked about, uh, I had to make a presentation in my social media class about it. And, uh, you have a talking... social media class? Yeah, it's, it's part of my, one of my requirements for my major. I don't know why. That is, that's but... crazy. Isn't it what like you humanities mean? or something? Uh, yeah. It, no, it, I think it's just crazy how social media is a class now. Oh, yeah. Like, we were there during those development times, and now it's a class. But go ahead, Richard. Call it, uh, I was I was reading through this book and whatever, and then it talked about how, at this point in time, like, journalists or any, like, TV anchor or whatever, pretty much, I wouldn't say don't care of, like, what, their, um, what the news is about unless they get it out. Like, especially, like, when Kobe Bryant passed away, like TMC was the first to report it, and apparently, uh, even um, the wife of Kobe Bryant didn't even know what happened. And TMC just like you know, kind of just like you know, um, jumped the gun like real quick. So they pretty much they just like as long as it's new, they won't take like they won't care of any repercussions. They will just send it out. Yeah, I would say yeah. that, that goes. That's just um news media in yeah. general, bro. They're they're all like that. But, even like on T V. But like what I'm trying to say is like in general, like people, like you, me, your neighbor, just go on social media, let's say, see a post of someone getting arrested and then they're like free my dude because he didn't do anything wrong. Like Like uh is I mean uh, you can't have this conversation without generalizing, bro, honestly. Um, how do I word this? Like No, wait, like hey, I could say like I mean yeah, because society like social media is like more progressive nowadays so for sure they do value emotions probably value it too much over facts but like at the same time i just kind of like generalizing so what do you mean like i'm taking it as like oh everyone is like respecting emotions over facts but like that's not true you know people are individuals so they have their yeah. own mind Okay, so how would I put this differently? I, I don't want to say the majority, but I would just say this in experience. From experience, from things you've seen, from comments you've seen, videos you've seen, do people value emotions over facts? Just from stuff you've seen, not not, not trying to generalize people. Mm, okay, I could kind of like give you an example of that, of okay. like emotions over facts. Um, do you know what happened recently with that one director? 
that fired a oh, it was, oh, what was supposed to be a blank pro- or something. Yeah. 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 I forgot his name, but anyway, like on social media, I saw mostly comments of like you should fire this guy or like, you know, cancel him or whatever. But like they didn't even take into consideration that he wasn't even responsible for the prop things. Um People obviously his intention it. isn't to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like obviously it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt him a lot too, because he's the one who pulled the trigger. But like it's an unfortunate situation. Something something he I don't think he had any control over it. It's just like he had no control pretty much, yeah. Wait although so... all the problems are basically like a collective of, of issues. Yeah, that was a good example. But at the same time, I also saw people defending him, like... Yeah, for sure. Like, people be like, like, how was he supposed to know it was a real gun, or... Like, like, what, what, where's the proof? Where, where's the news source? Stuff like that. Because... Um, <clears throat> I follow a lot of, um... I try to follow a lot of unbiased, you know... Um, pages that post, like, news, like, wholesome news, like... Like, dog gets new wheelchair and stuff like that, but there's occasion where they post stuff like, you know, like, I, I do remember seeing this video, because this video really annoyed me. It was, it was the the video that opened my eyes that people value emotion over facts. I don't want to say people, but from the experience I saw, it was basically, like, I think I told you one about, like, this cop getting killed. These two cops getting killed and then people trying to defend the guy that killed them. I think, it, uh, it it was a video of like these these two cops pulling this ex this felon out of the car, right? And then the guy doesn't want to get out, and then he takes out his gun and shoots both cops and kills one and injures the other. And and I was oh, just yeah, looking that, at the the whole spectacle on cops on social media is toxic. It's disrespectful. I just remember seeing the comments, seeing stuff like "Good job, this is self defense." Oh, good job! This guy clearly defended himself from two pigs, and I'm like, have you guys even read the the news source, the the investigations? This guy was an ex felon. He had a gun. He didn't want to go back to jail. He knew the cops. He he didn't act in self defense. He just acted so he doesn't so he doesn't go back to prison. And people were de- defending him. And then I and then I remember just replying to one. It's like it's like good. I hope. He doesn't go to jail, and then I remember replying to it, like, oh, well, he's getting the death penalty. <laughs> well, of course. Killed two officers, man. Because I remember when I first saw that video, I started doing my research. I, I started doing research. Isn't, like, killing one cop enough almost to get a death penalty, probably? Well, it depends on the state. <laughs> yeah. But usually you get life in prison. But go ahead, what you were going to say something. No, because you brought a good point. Um, It just, like how the story is being depicted like like which McCauley for all means like like uh, certain situations where you know like an officer shoot a a person who thought they had like you know a weapon or whatever the whole point is just like is the person was there like at the wrong time pretty much because people like were like there will be automatically in any Facebook pay, uh, post or any social media post there's always gonna be two sides of it. Like, well, he was the convict, or well, he didn't deserve to, you know, to go through all that. You know, he was minding his own business. He shouldn't have been, you know, the police shouldn't have fired, or, you know, 
Yeah. It, he just caught like in the wrong time, pretty much. But the thing we're talking about right now, it, it it's gotta be its own topic because it it gets yeah it gets into it gets... a lot of controversy. Oh like yeah, this is like a whole yeah. podcast topic, man. We should save it. Yeah, that's why that's why I was gonna tell Juan. Okay, I found the list. Well, Vicente is planning on talking. Um, I'm only gonna. You're taking criminal justice, right? Classes. I'm thinking like uh, I might I... switch back to computer science, but yeah. Have you so taken now, one? I am taking 102. I think. What was it about? Um, it's just the basics of like, you know, like famous court studies. Oh yeah, yeah, and, I, uh, I get you. and like the concepts of like how um the justices, the legal system, all that works. All right, man. It was nice being here. Richard, he's talking to you. Hey, hold on. Nice meeting, nice meeting you too, one. Meeting you. There you go. You can annoy me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was nice. It was nice having you too as well, like us and uh, Kevin. Thank you for joining, uh, especially leading this podcast. No problem. <laughs> I just wanted to make a topic that that all of us could enjoy, and you know, people who listen to podcast get educated on gaming. But you know, it was an honor. Thank you. Uh, no, my, my honor is that uh, was ours, and um, yeah, hopefully we could see you on Friday. So stay tuned, everybody. Oh wait, 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 wait. Um, you know, fire, fire's topic is gonna be really, really interesting. So I hope everybody could enjoy the episode because food is really gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of everything. <laughs> but anyways, thank you guys for joining in. All right, see y'all.